up everybody out there in passive income land. This is the Master Passive Income Show. My name's Dustin Heiner and I help people quit their jobs by investing in real estate rental properties and help them to build an automatic business that makes money for them while they sleep. That's right, you don't work and you still make money. Isn't that just mind blowing? I mean, when I started going to college, they were told me, hey, you get a job, you work an hour and you get paid. Well, let's say, let's scrap that. Let's not do that. Let's work for passive income. Now in the Master Passive Income Show, we talk all about real estate rental properties and show you how to do it right because the easiest thing is to buy the property. That's super, super easy. The hard thing is to create a business that runs itself. Imagine like a convenience store. If you're gonna start a convenience store, you know, one that you have candy bars and chips and sodas and all that sort of stuff. If you're gonna start a business like that, you're gonna have to start from the ground up. You're gonna start with infrastructure. You're gonna get vendors. You're gonna make sure you have a bank account. You're gonna make sure you have employees. Make sure you have a manager. Make sure that you have a physical location. There's so many things you need to do in order to start the business. Now, what we do after that is get inventory in our business. Now, imagine one candy bar in your convenience store. Somebody goes in, grabs a candy bar, goes to the counter, and buys that candy bar. And your business is a rental property business where your property is like that candy bar. And when you buy that next property, it's just another piece of inventory, like another candy bar, another bag of chips that you're putting in your business. Now, the hard part is setting up that business right. And today, we're going to continue off of last week's episode where we're talking all about property managers. Property managers are the quarterback. They're the lifeblood. They are the ones that make sure that your business runs. We're going to piggyback up off last week's where we're going to be talking about property managers, how to find them, where to find them, and all that good stuff. So let's get started where we talk all about how to run your business well with a good quarterback. That's your property managers. All right, let's get started. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about all aspects of real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. All right, guys, now let's get started. Now, I want to share something super cool with you that I wanted to do for you, all right? Because I realized I want to help as many people as I can invest in real estate. Usually, I give away a free course or free mini course that you can go and download, but I want to give away my best-selling book for free. All you got to do is pay a little bit of shipping and handling. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free book. F-R-E-E-B-O-O-K, free book. I will actually send you a copy. I'll even autograph it for you. And I'll send you a copy of my best-selling book, How to Quit Your Job with Rental Properties. I've been working on this for a while to have it, you know, a functionality where you can go in there and get the, the free plus shipping and all that sort of stuff. And I'll also sign it, ship it to you myself. And I'm super excited to do that for you. So go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free book. Now, another thing I want to share with you is as I'm looking out my window right now, as I'm recording, I'm seeing a bunch of chickens outside. And you might be thinking, why in the world do you have chickens outside? Well, let me tell you. So 
two things. Number one, my wife and I are pretty frugal. If you listen to a previous podcast, I talk about how frugal we are, but sometimes we're not that frugal. And so another thing is my wife's super excited about, you know, eventually might move to Idaho, buy some land, maybe 20, 30 acres up in Idaho, where we have a lot of land in the forest and, you know, have maybe a farm, maybe have some cattle and stuff like that, which would be great. But, you know, we're in Arizona and the only thing we can really have right now is chickens, which isn't bad. So my wife is super excited. Now she's super excited about having chickens to have eggs. And I'm not against that. I love eggs. I eat eggs almost every day. I love eggs, um, especially with bacon is fantastic. So we have chickens and we're going to be saving money when they lay eggs, but it takes about five months to lay eggs. But here's the thing that really got me. So we buy chickens to save money on eggs. Guess how much it cost to buy the the pin or like not pin, but like the the coop and the the chicken fence and wiring and all that sort of stuff to keep the dogs out. Guess how much that costs? That costs, and I'm thinking, okay, we're gonna save money on eggs because we're not gonna be buying eggs. But we had to buy the chickens, we had to buy the coop, we had to buy the the steaks, we had to buy the bricks and all, just a whole bunch of stuff. Well, it cost $500 for this entire setup, and the coop was the majority of the cost. But $500, I said, babe. I, that $500 goes a long way with eggs. Why Why in the world did we do this? She said, well, I ran the numbers in about three and a half years. In about three and a half years, it'll pay for itself. And after that, as long as we're eating like five eggs a day, then we're going to pay for itself. Uh, anyways, God bless her. She's fantastic. She's finding ways. Plus, she enjoys it. She super, super loves it. So if you guys have um, chickens or a farm or anything like that, hats off to you because they're a ton of work. Now, the last thing I want to talk to you about before we get into talking about the property managers, how to find good ones. What I want to talk to you about is something that came out recently. Now, you and I, we do not focus on Social Security or 401k or IRA, we invest our money in real estate rental properties so that when we are done working or we have enough money so we don't have to work, we can quit our job. Isn't that amazing that we can buy a rental property and then buy another one, just like an inventory in your business, in your convenience store, in your rental property store, you get property after property. The more properties you have, the more inventory you have, the more money you make. You and I, we're going to be able to quit our jobs. I quit my job when I was 37 years old. Hopefully, you're going to be able to quit your job because you're investing in real estate and you're not going to be dependent on something like Social Security. You're not going to be dependent on your pension. In fact, I left my job. I was working for like 12 years at the county government. I had a pension where if I worked maybe like 20 more years, I would get 100% of my pay in uh, you know the pension and none of the taxes and all that good stuff. But I realized I don't want to work for another 20 years. This place sucks. Actually, let's take that back. Sorry, that was really rude. Um, it was horrible. <laughs> so I didn't want to work there anymore. Actually, it was more... I'm an independent person and I know that I could do better things with my time and with my life and same with you. I know you are so much more valuable than what your boss is paying you right now. If you're getting paid $25 an hour, you are worth more than that. If you're getting paid $30 an hour or if you're getting paid $10 an hour, your time is worth so much more than that because of what you know and what you can do with the value that you bring. Now, your boss is only paying you enough to keep you working and not paid you too much so that he would lose money, he or she would lose money, or the government would lose money, or what, something like that. But they're also paying you just enough so you don't quit. That's what the bummer thing is. You're only going to get paid just enough so you don't quit. 
Now, we also look at not retiring at age 65, 70, or whatever, forever from now. Like if you are already at age 65 and you're about ready to retire, good for you. Now, if you're younger than that, you have time to build up your business so you don't have to do that. You don't have to wait till you're 65. You can actually retire sooner. I retired at 37 years old. I wanna see you retire younger than that. I have coaching students that are younger than that, like 23 years old. This is just fantastic um, working with them because they're gonna be so far ahead of the game. Now, Social security apparently is going to be going out of, uh, they're running out of money. So by 2035, they're not going to have enough money to pay out all the benefits. I'll read, this was on, I think, foxbusiness.com or something like that. It says, as of the end of March, more than 68.3 million people were receiving social security, supplemental security income, or both. The average benefit was It also shares that the Social Security reserve funds are expected to be depleted. So like all the reserves, basically, if they start going into a negative, all the reserves will be gone by 2035 and they will no longer be able to pay out full benefits. Now, I'm 39, almost 40 years old right now. And so in another 15 years, I will only be 55. I'm not at retirement age, at least I don't think so, for Social Security. So I would not be taking any money out. If it is insolvent, like it basically has no money by 2040, if it's just paying out all the money, what am I going to do? Now, here's the big thing that most people don't realize. Social Security was not created as a retirement system. Now, I personally, my thoughts set aside about, about Social Security and taking from one person to give it to another. Aside from that, it was created out of the Great Depression. And in the Great Depression, there were people that did not have any money and the government said, well, we got to do something about it. So let's start taking from younger people to give it to the older people. And it just keeps on going like a Ponzi scheme. Just keep taking from one to give to another. Now, Social Security, it works if there are more people working in the labor force than the ones that are receiving the money. What's sad is that Fewer people are working, fewer people are having kids, and those fewer kids or those kids that are not alive are going to not be working to pay into Social Security. And there are so many, like millions of people that are going to be going on to Social Security. Millions might be a lot, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people might be going or will be going on to Social Security. And so few people actually paying into Social Security and so many people taking money out. So there are more people taking money out than people putting money in. Now, the great thing about us as investors, two things. Number one, we are not paying Social Security. If you are an investor and you don't have a job, you're an investor, you can opt out of. Say, I do not want to put my money in that that scam of Social Security, so you don't. I personally do not pay into Social Security because I know, or at least I believe, it's not gonna be there when I'm at whatever age they say it's okay to retire. But even if it was, I don't care. I don't want that. I want my money to work for myself where I buy properties. I buy rental properties that make me money every single month and I can pass that down to my kids. I can't pass my social security down to my kids. I can't live off of $1,300 a month. Can you live off of $1,300 a month from social security? Absolutely not. That means you're gonna have to get a second job or a job or a third job. That is not what we want. The other part is, 
with Social Security or without Social Security, we don't need it. If I eventually get Social Security and I'm making $1,300 a year in Social Security, that's going to be like, hey, it's, let's go buy a boat. Let's go. Do, I have plenty of money. This is just extra money. Let's go ahead and buy a boat. Let's go use that money for something else. Because what I'm expecting is that Social Security will not be there when I retire. And you might be optimistic and say that it is. Well, there are reports that are coming out, independent trustees reports that are saying, they're analyzing everything and saying that it will be depleted. The funds, the reserve funds are expected to be depleted in 2035. That would be horrible. And then it's just going to be insolvent by, I think it was like year 20. 52 or something like that. It will be very, very bad for us if we are depending on that. Now, I can't live on $1,300 a month. I'm pretty sure you can't. So how are you going to make up that shortfall? Get a job or start now. Make a change now where you are going to be saying, I'm going to be independent. I'm not going to count on Social Security. I'm not going to count on my pension. I'm not going to count on my 401k, my IRA. I'm not going to count on my boss giving me a job because my boss, she may fire me at any point just because she thought I did, I, I did something bad or wrong or whatever. Even if I didn't, they have the right to fire me. I don't want to have that. In fact, that's why I was able to put my mind towards buying that first property buying that second property, building the business, a systematic business that runs itself so I did not have to work a job. I didn't want anybody else. In fact, I've said this before and I'll say it one more time. I'll probably say it again. <laughs> Anyways, I was laid off. I was working at uh, one department in the county for like six years and I was a great employee. I mean, I, you know, obviously patting myself on my back, but my bosses always gave me good reviews, um, always got raises at every time. Everything was going great. All the other um, uh, departments really look, looked at me as a, as a valued asset. So after there was a shortfall in money and another elected person got an office and he was a horrible person, like literally a horrible person. I would not trust $5 on the table with that dude. He was a bad guy. They were able to, you know, hey, we ran out of money. Okay, we're just going to, I don't like him. So I'm going to, you know, put his name on the on the list for being laid off. And I was laid off. Now, praise the Lord. I had my properties, already was building my business. And I had such a good reputation in the county. I got on to another department, a great department, uh, the sheriff's office as an IT person working there. Anyways, all that to say, I was, I was laid off. And that was an eye opener. Another thing, my brother was fired from his job. And the saying goes, it's not if you lose your job, it's when you lose your job. I thought to myself, you know, I work at the county. I work at the government. This, There's no way I'm going to lose my job. Well, I did. And my brother, he worked at a corporate office for a restaurant company. Well, apparently the restaurant company, they sold it to a bigger company. And the bigger company said, well, we don't need all these corporate people for this other small corporation. We have our own. They, as soon as escrow closed... As soon as escrow closed on the sale of the business, like 30 minutes later, in walks a guy from the corporate office, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. Everybody was fired. My brother was fired. Now, praise the Lord, he is able to not have a job because he teaches um, poker. He teaches people how to play online poker and all this other stuff. If you want to find out how to play poker, I'm just going to give you a free plug or give him a free plug, smartpokerstudy.com. He probably sounds just like me. I've been told he sounds just like me. So if you go there, like, hey, is this Dustin teaching poker? No, it's not. It's not me. It's my brother, Sky. He is terrific. So are you going to depend on Social Security? Are you going to depend on your IRA or your 401k, which if the stock market crashes, all your money's gone. If the Social Security runs out, 
all that money's gone. If you have a pension like I do, I still have a pension. Well, I'll be making money at retirement age. But if they loot that pension, if they make a law and they take that pension money, what are you going to depend on? It's sobering. Hopefully, hopefully you're so getting sober just like I was like, wow, this could hit me to where I have to either find another job and then find another job. I will never be able to quit and not work another job. I will always have to be finding another job because I am not financially independent. And that's what I want for you. And that's what property, rental properties do. Now, today we're talking about, and we're picking up on last week where we're talking about property managers. Now, property managers, like I've said, they're your quarterbacks of your business. They are the ones that are going to be looking at the properties. They're going to be the ones giving you an understanding of how much it's going to cost to fix up. They're going to be the ones working with contractors, plumbers, roofers, electricians, inspectors, all that sort of stuff. They're basically you for your property and you don't have to do any work. You are paying them money to do the work. That's what I absolutely love. I got, I have had many property managers and they all work for me and I don't do any work. Plus property managers find tenants. They select them. They lease out the properties of the tenant. They collect money. They fix the problems. The 2 a.m. phone calls we never want to get. They take those. They even do evictions if need be and then do the whole process over again. They are basically going to run your business. So if you buy any properties, make sure that you have a property manager. Now, how do you find property managers? How do you find, you know, it's easy to say, let's just go on the internet search, which I'm going to go ahead and start with that. The easiest one is to do an internet search. Let's say you live in New York and you're saying, I don't want to invest in New York. It's really, really stinking expensive here. Taxes are absolutely horrible, just like California. I want to buy a property in the Midwest. It's like Indiana. I'm going to go buy a property in Indiana where it gets decent rents, which you definitely can. Now you can do an internet search. If you find a good city in Indiana, you type in that name of that city in a Google search or Bing or Yahoo. Do people still use Bing and Yahoo? I don't know. Anyways, so go in one of those internet searches and type in that city and state and the word property management or property management companies or something like that. And you're going to find a list of property managers in that city, in that area. And as you're doing that internet search, you're going to even find things that are like Google. If you go through Google, there's even like a ranking that other people, tenants, landlords actually give on property managers. Actually, any business in general, Google does that. They'll give you, you know, a one out of five stars or two out of five stars or five out of five stars. And those stars will help you to see what other people are thinking. Now, as you type in an internet search, that's one way, but not all property managers are going to be able to be found through an internet search. Now they try to be, but that's the way how fickle internet searches are. Like you could probably type in master passive income and try and try to search for master passive income in a Google search. And it might bring up like four ads before mine, uh, not, not even an ad, like I don't even have an ad, but like to find my website, they'll bring up four ads in the listing and then like one or two other websites. And then maybe mine's like the eighth at the bottom, just because of the way internet Google search and Bing search and all those search engines work, they might not be able to easily be seen. So number one is doing an internet search, type in the city and state and put property manager. You're going to be able to look at all the different ones that that shows you. Another great place is if you go to Yelp, Yelp is a website that other people rank companies, restaurants, things like that. Y-E-L-P.com. Oh, and I'll pause this really quick. If you go to the show notes, you'll see a list of everything. 
um, that I'm talking about. And plus, you will see a lot more. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 057. This is the 57th podcast episode. And in the description of this podcast, you will also see that link. You can just click that link and it go right to the show notes. You can see everything there. So yelp.com, yelp.com. And you type in the city and just type in property manager you'll see a listing of all the different people. And same thing, it's, it's a very similar internet search, but you also have people putting in their businesses and actually submitting their businesses in there to be found. Quick caveat, the people on the top list in Yelp, those are usually people that Yelp goes to and says, hey, you can give us money to be on the top. Even though you have three stars, if you give us money, we'll put you at the top. So just because they're number one, two, three, or five on the list in Yelp, don't take that as being good. Now, here's a tip I'm gonna give you. Pro tip, big pro tip. As you're going through Yelp, you're gonna see a couple things. Number one, you're gonna see star rating. So there'll be five stars. You can see you know, three stars, four stars, five stars, and half stars and all that sort of stuff. But the big pro tip I wanna give you is those stars are both from tenants and from landlords. Now, what I look for when I go through Yelp or Google or anything, that has star rating, I look at who is giving the rating. If it's a tenant that's saying, oh, this property manager, they evicted me because I was just, you know, three months late. <laughs> I, I was three months and not paying. They shouldn't have kicked me out. Well, I'm going to take that with the great assault and say the, pre the property manager waited a little too long. They should have kicked them out of month one or month two. But you want to look at which one are tenant complaints or tenant issues and which one are landlord issues or landlord rankings or um, uh, reviews. And so when I look for landlord reviews, if the, all the landlord reviews are like four and five stars, but the tenant ones are like one and two, because you know, tenants get ticked off and they'll just, oh, I'm going to give them a bad star, bad rating and review. And so they give them one star. But if you look for the ones that are landlords, now how are you going to tell which one's a landlord? You're going to read what they're saying. Like, man, this property manager, I've been working with many property managers before all my properties weren't doing well. Then I started working with this property manager and it's going great now. So you want to look for that type of language of other property managers, sorry, other landlords that are working with this particular property manager and see what they're saying. Now, if the landlord is saying, oh man, this guy, this property manager is horrible. They, it takes them forever to give me my money. I feel like they're stealing from me. You know, evictions are taking forever, all that stuff. Then maybe it's time to move on. All right, now from Yelp.com, I'm gonna give you another one, Roofstock. Roofstock is a company. Now I'm gonna give you the link. And again, all these links, and I, I apologize I haven't given you so many links through the podcast, but it'll be in the description as well as in the show notes. Roofstock is a company that is going to be able to help you, number one, five properties, but number two, also find property management companies that they've already vetted, vetted, you know, they checked out, they talked to them, they say, this is a good property management. So go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash roofstock. And again, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash roofstock. If you go there, it'll link it to me saying that you're part of my students, which will help me out, which would be great. But go to roofstock. And you're going to find properties. Go ahead and sign up. It's a free a free system. Get your account there. They make their money when um, there's a buy and sell transaction on properties. So they're basically a listing place 
for properties and they do a great job. I'm not, I've already done a whole podcast show as well as a video and everything. So go to my website, masterpassiveincome.com and you'll be able to find more information on Roofstock. I'm not gonna go into this, not um, gonna show you much more other than go there, you'll find good property managers. Now you're gonna have to, in everything that I'm saying, you're gonna have to vet these property managers yourself. You're gonna have to make sure that these property managers fit with your personality. They're gonna run the business the way you want them to and all that good stuff. So go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash roofstock and get signed up there. Next one is Zillow.com. Now, many of us have already heard of Zillow and there are plenty of other companies like Redfin, Trulia.com, all these Redfin.com, Trulia.com, Rentals.com, all that sort of stuff. You're going to find all these different types of companies that are going to have people putting out their name as a property manager. So they're going to have listings for properties but they're also gonna have property managers on there. So what I suggest, if you go to Zillow.com, you're gonna be able to look for professional companies like property managers. Now, there are gonna be rankings on there, ratings, I mean, not rankings, so they're not really gonna rank which one's good, but whichever one has better reviews and all that good stuff. So you're gonna be able to find property managers in there as well. So Zillow.com, at the very top, I believe it's like professionals or something like that. You can click there and be able to find property managers and contact them, figure out, who they are, what kind of business they run, if your personality works with them. I've had, I've talked to some property managers where I'm like, you know what, it's probably, I don't say this to them, but I think in my mind, it's probably me, but the personalities, our personalities don't really match very well. And so I don't want to get on the phone with somebody and say, oh, it's this guy again. Oh, I don't want that. I want to be able to, hey, tell me about the properties. Okay, good. Thanks. Talk to you later. Hang up. I don't want to have any thoughts other than properties going good, making me money. Okay, so Zillow.com is another great way, place to find properties. Another one I'm gonna give you, and here's a huge pro tip. Go to Craigslist.com. Craigslist, uh, C-R-A-I-G-S-L-I-S-T.com, or I think it might be .org, one of the two. I think they probably point to the same direction. But here's a tip I'm gonna give you. To find property manager in there, number one, it's easy. Type in, make sure you're in the city, type services and type property manager. Easy to find that. But another way to find property managers, because not all of them might be listed on there and put their services on there. If you go and look at properties in your research when you're looking at areas, making sure that the property is going to be renting for a certain amount. Let me give you an example. If you're investing in something like Indianapolis and you go to craigslist.org or .com and you go to Indianapolis and you look up properties that are three bedroom, two bath and 200 or 1200 square feet, two car garage. If you look up a property like that, because you're doing your own research to make sure, Hey, this property that I'm buying is three bedroom, two bath, 1200 square feet, two car garage. Let me make sure and see how much it could rent for. And so you look at other properties that are for rent in that same area and see how much they're renting for. If they're renting for but your realtor is telling you, hey, you can get $1,000 for it. Well, they might be blowing smoke up your butt and trying to get you to buy a property you shouldn't because it's not going to rent for that much. I even had a student who said, hey, I got a property that the the realtors tell me, man, I should be able to get $1,200 for this property. And I said, well, where is that property? They told me the city and the state and, and exactly where it's at. I said, well, you know what? I have a property like four blocks from that property where you're at now. And I can't get $800. So if they're telling you you can get $1,000 or more for that property, they are not doing you any good. So imagine 
You're going into the business or this property thinking you're going to make $1,000, but you're only making $800. That would drastically cut down your passive income, which would be horrible. You don't want that. And so you go do your market research by going to craigslist.org, looking at properties in the area and seeing how much they're renting for. Now, another big pro tip, how to find property managers in this route. It would be as you're looking at your market research, seeing what other properties are selling or renting for, you want to note all the different numbers, I don't say write down all the numbers, but if you see a similar number come up over and over again, it could be an investor, a landlord. It could also be a property management company. That could be somebody that you can call up and say, hey, do you manage properties or do you know property managers that you can get a hold of? And can I get their information? What do you think about them? All that good stuff. So just like you're doing market research, you're also researching the area for other property management companies. Now, as you do that, you hopefully you're going to be talking to, when you call whatever person, let's say you get a hold of a landlord, which I've done many, many times, like investor, a fellow investor. Hey, I have many properties in it. This is what I would say to them. I Sorry, I always say things before I caveat things. So I would say to the investor, hey, I'm investing in this area. Do you have a property manager? Um, or do you manage the properties yourself? Do, do you have any recommendations for a property manager? I'm helping you to see that as you're talking to other investors, you're going to be able to find property managers because other investors who are not necessary coaches, they are going to be able to or, or be willing to share their insights with you about a property manager. In fact, one time, I remember specifically, I was talking to um, somebody who did not do property management. He was a landlord. He had, uh, I don't know, a dozen properties himself. Uh, but he was super helpful, so excited and said, hey, this guy right here, if you call up this person, he's a great property manager. You'll go do really, really well. And I, I did, it was a name that I never found. So it was just somebody that I could not find on the internet search. So that's another great way for you to find property managers. Now, this is the second part in a series where we're talking all about property managers. Next week, we're going to talk more about property managers, how to select the right ones, all that good stuff. And we want to make sure, or I want to help you to make sure that you're buying a property that you have a property manager's consent over. They're basically saying, hey, you know, if your name is Bob, you know, or Jim or whatever, hey, Billy Bob Jim, that's a good property. Go ahead and buy that property. All right, guys. Now, this is a show we talked about how to find property management companies. Now, again, I want to give you my my book for free. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free book. I'll give you my free book. All you do is pay a little bit of shipping and handling, and I'll send it to you myself. So go there, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free book. All right, guys, you've been great. I'll see you next week where we talk more about property managers, and I want to help you build your business. So get in there, get started building your business step-by-step so that you have an automatic business that runs itself. All right, guys, talk to you soon. See ya.